Well, daggum. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well, daggum. That is a pretty interesting story. Um, thanks for everybody tuning in and keeping up with the podcast after our short break over winter time there, our little Christmas break or hiatus. Um, thanks for uh, keeping up with the social medias and liking and subscribing and uh, following through Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Well Daggum Pod, uh, W E L L D A G U M P O D. Um, we appreciate your patronage uh, of hanging in there with us and uh, enjoying what we have to put out. Uh, make sure to share it with a friend. Um, if people hate it, uh, share it with uh, five friends. There's a friend of mine, Jerry, that makes his podcast says. Um, because if you hate it enough, you're going to want people to hear it, uh, join in the hate, but that gets more listens. So, you know, that's all good. Uh, one of those people might actually like it. So <laughs> tonight in the studio, uh, via Facebook messenger video, uh, what we could hook up with tonight, uh, have my good friend, Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? Man, I'm good. How are you? Doing well, man. Doing well. It's good to see you again. Um, for me to see you, of course, no one can see you because we don't have the, the YouTube capabilities yet. Uh, we might be there one day when we upgrade the studio a little bit. Kind of, kind of don't know if I want to keep with the teddy bear cave. Uh, it was kind of a good start uh, with some of the paraphernalia that I had around the studio. Um, but now that I've moved down to my new house and my new basement, uh, I've kind of been wanting to call it the Bat Cave um, because. Yeah, there's probably a lot of copyright on that, but I have literal bats in my basement uh, that every once in a while they'll uh, take a little jog around the uh, the old room here. So, <laughs> yeah, that's another story for another day, but uh, I think we'll stick with the teddy bear cave. Um, I like that. Yeah, chilling in the teddy bear cave. You're, you're actually in my phone as a baby brother bear. Uh, well, so when you, <laughs> when you text or something, <laughs> little brother bear. So, so we got two little bears in here tonight and, uh, we were hashing out what we're going to talk about. And, uh, the thing that we could collaborate the most on, I think is, uh, first jobs. And so Brandon's going to share a little bit with us. It not, I guess not <sighs> factual first jobs because we've done a lot of different things over our life. Uh, of working cutting grass was one of my first real jobs that I just did for a few years to have gas money and insurance money and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit on the first jobs that were most impactful in our life, I think. And uh, Brandon, uh, I'm gonna let you go ahead and start off with your first job and how you come to acquire that job. So um, yeah, I'm glad we're not talking about our actual first jobs. Uh, <laughs> mine was in a pawn shop, and, and those are our stories all to themselves. But, um, <laughs> due to unfortunate circumstances, I can't talk about that job. Um, nothing to do with me, but the place that it was. So, yeah, there, there's uh, actual uh, lawyers <laughs> that are in place on that job. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I mean, there, there, let's just say there was a... a how, how can I say it? There was an injury involving a, a gun. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I want you to share that story. Well, you know, if I ever get permission one day, that can be our next. <laughs> if we have the uh, legal rights show, to so. that story one day. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, the 
out that actually was was pretty, I guess you could say, impactful uh, for me was working at Lowe's. Um, now you've known me for for several years, right? Don't, don't I come across to you as an outdoorsman? Yeah, yeah, you got the big beard, and you have that look about you that, like, oh, that guy could fix my drain. Like, I've got the look. Yeah. But personality, <laughs> I know nothing about outdoors. Uh, to be honest, I don't even like to go outdoors because I probably sweat too much. Like, mm, no. Oh, i got to go to the mailbox. I better put on a sweat band real quick. <laughs> i got to go to the mailbox. I guess when I get back in, I can take my third shower today. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so yeah, if you know me like that, like being outside, like not that I hate being outside, that's not the case, but working outside, it's a different story. Yeah. And so, um, it shocked a lot of people when all of a sudden I tell them, Hey, I'm applying at Lowe's and they're like, Oh, what are you going to be like a cashier or are you going to work in the plumbing department since you use the bathroom a lot? I'm like, no, there are too many parts in the plumbing department. They're like, so what are you going to do? Like. Late night stock boy. Like, no. Nope. Garden center, and they're like, "You're working at Lowe's <laughs> in the garden center." You like, know so much about horticulture. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, "Look, I know there's like dirt and plants and stuff, and that's all you need to know, right?" I've walked on grass. I've looked at flowers. Exactly. Like I thought about cutting grass once, but um, so yeah, it shocked a lot of people that. Uh, that I was like, yeah, I'm going to work at Lowe's in the garden center. And so, well, well um, which, which I mean, uh, in your in your plight, uh, I would say, you know, if there's a job opening, people are going to go for an opening. So, you know. Yeah, and I needed a job at the time, and I had a friend uh, that worked there, and so I was like, okay. So he, he kind of got me on, put in a good word. And so I get hired at Lowe's in the middle of January, and that is not a fun place to be in the garden center in january right um luckily i got there after uh christmas tree season so really we're we're just uh setting up for spring yeah um just because there's there's not a lot of not a lot of people buying seeds to grow uh right in january no um so needless (laughs) to say when you were scheduled in january and early february in the garden center at lowe's you don't have to deal with customer service right just um, outside and basically literally just setting up the area. And so I got to learn quite a bit about stuff in that time. Yeah. And, uh, every, every time you, was kind of good. Every time you messed up, somebody taught you what not to do. <laughs> oh yeah. Which was quite a bit at first. Um, there, there weren't many of us out there at that point. I think maybe six of us total working out there. And so, um, I was a seasonal employee, which means that they could work me to death. Uh, there were weeks I was working 60 hours uh, yeah. out in the garden center. So, so you were pretty much a temp for them. Oh, yeah. I did everything. Yeah. I swept. I um, got the uh, the leaf blower out and blew out all the dust uh, from the back aisles every night. Have you talked to this Brandon uh, guy? Yeah, we, we gave him a broom. <laughs> you know, you say that, but um, people liked me at, at Lowe's. And yeah. I don't know what this says, but I had one of the store managers come up and said, you've got Lowe's management material. And so I was like, thanks. uh, You're like, wow, it takes nothing to work here, huh? No kidding. Like, I've seen the movie, like, Employee of the Month, and I was like, that's me. Like, I'm building a treehouse out in the garden center for myself in aisle five. I am am uh, Dane Cook of Lowe's. Exactly. Uh, Jessica Simpson, unfortunately, was not there for me, but whatever. Uh, 
So, no, this guy, the store manager, he comes up, he's like, yeah, you've got management material, so you just hang in there. He said, I'll tell you the one key to surviving lows. And I'm like, I can't wait to hear this. Like, what is, what, don't do drugs? And he was like, no, I do drugs. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, like, no, you got to do that to keep your sanity, so. Pretty much. Uh, work in retail ever. Yeah. Um, kids don't do drugs, so I'm just saying. But drugs are bad. He was like, seriously, grab a broom and be sweeping anytime you're not doing anything else. Yeah. And so I kind of took that to heart, and I learned to sweep like nobody's business. I still, honestly, I still like sweeping to this day. Like, <laughs> at the moment, my house is probably not as clean as it's ever been, but the floors are because I still sweep all the time. It's so weird. He, um, he engraved that into your uh, into your being. I guess. <laughs> uh, so I, the, the best thing about working at Lowe's uh, was once the summer got going, is I worked with a lot of interesting characters. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, county folk, I yeah. guess you could say. Oh, man, I love um, the county folk. And one thing that they shouldn't have let any of us temporary employees do was get our forklift license. <laughs> um, I thought I would hate driving the forklift. I ended up loving it, and honestly, like not even bragging, I was one of our better forklift drivers <laughs> at the time, basically because I used my brain. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so... I feel like I can't give any of these guys names um, because they're still around somehow. Yeah. Uh, but this one guy who we all just knew it was just a matter of time until he got fired. Yeah. Uh, he's on a forklift one night, and anytime you're driving the forklift, you're supposed to have a spotter. Yeah. Just to say, hey, there's a car coming, or there's a child running in front of you. Like, yeah. Go. Well, he's outside the the gates um, doing some uh, cleanup at night, resorting stuff. And all of a sudden, we just hear, like, a burnout. And <laughs> we're like, what in the world? And we look out, and he just goes, yeah, boys! And he's taken off in the forklift, and he's looking over at us. So he's, like, looking to his left. And he's going as fast as this forklift will go. And not looking ahead of him, he runs straight into a pallet of unopened mulch. And we just see mulch go flying everywhere. Yeah. And he comes out, like, covered in red mulch dye. And we're like, dude. And then the store manager comes out and goes like, give me your vest. This was your last moment at Lowe's. And so, unfortunately, that was his last moment, but it was it was a great moment to see. I was waiting for you to, to give the story of him jumping down and being like, bang, bang. <laughs> it's actually not the same guy, although they have the same build. Wait, they wore the same hat and had the same white. He you might have what? actually known you from the other story and was just like, hey, there's Brandon. Bang, bang. <laughs> See, this just shows that life is all connected. It, it truly is. Life is like a circle. It always... <laughs> and Mr. Bang, bang is everywhere. So let that sink in however you will. Everybody knows a Mr. Bang, bang. <laughs> Unfortunately, more than others. But, um, so other things that happen at Lowe's, uh, the, the best thing, honestly, like I could tell you stories about uh, selling old ladies plants that they ask if they're perennial or annual and I told them the wrong thing. Not on purpose, but I thought I knew. Yeah, um, yeah, you're just like very confidently. Up front and be like, I just told her the wrong thing, but I just made the sale. So, <laughs> you know, when working in retail. So, but the, the greatest story uh, of working at Lowe's is honestly my last day there. Yeah. Um, I've made it at this point to August. Nice. And they have to have um, you get till uh, the last day of August and September 1st if you make it at that point 
you get put on full time at Lotus. Like oh, you've made it. Cool. And so it was crazy. So I am literally on the second to last day of August. You have won the gauntlet. <laughs> basically, like uh, at this point, uh, at, at the highest level, uh, there were 16 temporary employees in the garden center. And at this point, with two days left to go in August, there are three of us fighting for two full-time spots. <laughs> like, uh, like a reality show of sorts. It really is. It was like the Hunger Games Garden Center edition. Uh, so, uh, at this point, the, the manager comes up to me. He's like, hey, you know, you're in. Just don't do anything dumb. Um, and you've got a spot locked up. Yeah. Like, As a matter of fact, in a couple months, um, you can be assistant manager of the Garden Center. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I am the boss. <laughs> and so, Living maybe high I on the hall. Uh, I'm on the second to last day. Yeah. The night before, I was off work. And I went to B Dubs with some people, and um, I don't know. You know, I, I left B Dubs at like nine o'clock, but I, I had a lot of leftover uh, boneless hot wings. Okay. And I woke up at like two in the morning, couldn't sleep, and uh, I ate the rest of my boneless hot wings at two in the morning, like any good person would. <laughs> any red red blooded <laughs> American would. Yeah, exactly. I'm American. I can do what I want. So, um, yeah, so I wake up then at 6 o'clock and have to be at work at 7 to help open the garden center. And again, it's August. It's, it's the end of August, but still August. So it's, it's really you know hot and humid still in the morning. So. Yeah. And so um, I get there, and this other guy, um, I can share his name. His name is Walt. He was the plant guy. Um, he'd been there for years. The problem with working with Walt is he couldn't lift anything. He had a bad back, which yeah. is why he got moved to the, to the plants. Um, and so it's me and Walt opening that morning. And uh, so I'm out on the um, the, the line uh, where cars will pull up and you load the mulch and the block and stuff in their trunks and, yeah. and the back of their trucks. And this lady comes up, and she bought a whole pallet of, um, of stepping stones, okay, uh, patio stones of right. sorts. And so... Um, I had to, typically, if somebody buys a whole pallet of something, you take the forklift, you lift it up, and you just place the whole pallet in the back of their truck, and they drive off. Yeah. Well, she has a car. Oh, dang. Open trunk. And so she well, wants as many as possible loaded into her trunk, which means I have to load all of these by hand. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, because you don't want to drop a forklift load of uh, concrete on... <laughs> no, not at all. On a little old lady's Buick. And so by hand, I am loading over 60 patio stones into someone's trunk. Now, we can do 30 at a time. And so I do 30, she goes home, she comes back, I do 30 more. So it's like 8.30 in the morning now, and I am dead. Like, patio stones, you know, by the time you loaded the sixth one, like, yeah. all right, that's enough. Like, <laughs> here we are now at 60. Walt can't lift anything. I look up, and there's a line of three more cars waiting with the receipts out the window and they're all getting malts and all this stuff. Yeah. I load everybody. At this point, we kind of have a break. It's a little after nine o'clock. I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. I go ahead and take my morning break. Like you get three breaks if you work a full time shift. Yeah. Um, so I go back to the, to the break room and I look at the schedule and somebody was supposed to come in at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And, um, I was like, great. You know, the, the other seasonal guy was coming in. I was sick at this point. I went to the bathroom and I threw up. Like those wings at two in the morning at this point had caught up with me yeah. during the humid uh, August morning. So I go in there, I throw up. I decide at that point because somebody else is coming in in like ten minutes. Yeah, I'm going home. 
Right. Like they were they were cutting hours that week anyway, so I was like, this isn't going to be a big deal. Right. Um. So I just leave. I don't tell anybody. I just clock <laughs> out and go. And uh, because I remember what happened, you know, the day before, um, got the call from the manager. Hey, you're you're in, whatever. So I'm thinking I'm good. So I go home. <laughs> I get a call three hours later from the store manager, and he was like, "Where are you?" And I was like, uh, "Dude, I clocked out. Like I got sick." And he was like. You shouldn't have done that. Like, well, why not? I was like, you yeah. ruined your future as a assistant manager at Lowe's, man. You had it set. Yeah, he was like, well, the other guy had already called me that morning and told me that he couldn't come in. So it was just you. You left Walt by himself to oh, man the garden center no. for three hours. And he can't lift anything. Right. I was like, well, it wasn't on the schedule. He said, I hadn't made it there yet. Yeah. He said, he literally just called, apparently, before you left. Oh, man. I was like, oh, dude. And he was like, you need to come in and talk to HR tomorrow. <laughs> and so I walked in the next day, go to HR, and I was like, hey. And she was like, I hate to say this. We're going to need your vest. <laughs> I was like, wait, so does this mean I'm fired? And she's like, yes. Oh. And so literally I made it all the way till the second to last day. Getting ready to be an assistant manager. Oh, man, like, assistant to the regional manager was. <laughs> so, yeah, so I made it all the way to that point only to be fired from Lowe's. Nice, man. That's, uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, I was going to say, in, in your case, you know, you, you, had, uh, you had been there for a while. People knew you and stuff, and you, you felt that you had, but no, man, like, you got to tell people. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, and here's the worst part, like, the, the manager saw me walking out after I turned in my vest and he patted me on the shoulder and he said I'd love to have you as a temporary employee next year <laughs> see if you could earn back your wings man <laughs> I guess like talk uh, about a walk of shame I know that's uh to get fired because I mean like you said you get to see some interesting people and, and most of the what was it 16 re, uh, seasonal 16, employees yeah. like you you outdid them you know, you, you used your brains and you carried a broom, and um, someone that didn't know anything about gardening <laughs> beat out these country hilljacks at the garden center game, and then I blew it because of hot wings at two in the morning. <laughs> well, no, I don't, I'm not going to blame the hot wings because, like, you were sick, but it was like you know you threw up some curdled stuff in your belly, like oh, I shouldn't have drank milk with that. You know, milk was a bad choice, but. uh <laughs> So, uh, but I, but I feel the uh, the error in the way it wasn't the throwing up, but it was the leaving without telling an employer. <laughs> yeah, kids. Here's the here's the moral of the story. Communication is key. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm the yeah. assistant regional manager. No, you're the assistant to the regional manager, pal. You still got to let them know when you're heading out. <laughs> and all I really became was assistant to the regional manager of the unemployment line. Like, that's <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you know, Lowe's, they're, they're hiring all the time, and I'm sure they'd love to have you back as a seasonal guy. Uh... <laughs> True story, I applied back, like, two years later to get yeah. a second job, and I didn't pass the, like, interview. Really? Yeah. And so. they said that I didn't have enough knowledge for the garden center. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, you're talking to Mr. Garden Center, lady. You don't even know my story. 
<laughs> like the fact that you worked for them in their specific garden center did not give you Strange enough. The HR lady was the one that interviewed me. Maybe She's she. Like, Do you have enough knowledge about the garden center? Maybe she knew. She was like, nah, he still looks like he's got the big head from before, thinking he's going to jump back into that assistant position again. <laughs> I think she looked at the belly and said, he's still been eating too many hot wings. Like, he ain't coming off. Guaranteed. Guy. Look, he's going to throw up on the way back to his car. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good old first jobs, you know. I'll the, tell you <laughs> those you ones live that. And you the, those that don't need a degree, uh, you probably didn't even have to have a, a high school degree to work there, actually. No, I'm pretty sure I was the only one that actually graduated high school. Yeah, and see, and that lets you know, and, and not to hate on anyone that works at Lowe's or Home no. Depot or anything, you know, but we're just talking facts. <laughs> we need those people that work at these places that don't know what they're talking about, and yet we believe them anyway. Hey, Lowe's workers are the backbone of America. <laughs> You pull a Ron Swanson, I know more than you. (laughs) Look, I'm Mr. Garden Center. I worked out here before. I'm that person now. I go in there, I'm like, listen, I know how things are supposed to be (laughs) You actually should put this on that shelf. Yeah, I'm that jerk. I hate myself. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I think about is Ron Swanson from uh, Parks and Rec, of like the guy saying, hey, can I help you? I know more than you. (laughs) He just (laughs) goes and finds the hammers and nails he needs. But, um... But anyway, yeah, that's. I feel that that's a good first job story. Uh, <laughs> not as epic as your uh, as your uh, <laughs> the fair story of Mister Bang Bang jumping out of his lift kit truck and you know. But he made an appearance in this. Story. <laughs> he did. He still made his way back in. Wait, and you said Ron Swanson. Yeah. But we all know there's another Ron <laughs> that one day may end up here. Hey, Ron, uh, we want you on the show, man. Uh, if we have to get more people than one. And have you uh, do a group uh, group Skype in or whatever you got to do? We need you on here, Ron. You got to defend yourself, man. These guys right. are wanting to these guys are wanting to put you under the table as far as stories go. So <laughs> anyway, thanks for being on the show again, Brandon. Uh, thanks for sharing your story of your one of your first jobs and um, letting people know that hey, if you if you got to leave, talk to your supervisor first. Don't don't just head don't just head out because you think you got things secure. Uh, things will always turn upside down on you. So, <laughs> but anyway, thanks for being on, man. I uh, can't wait to have you on again real soon, and uh, we'll probably talk to you then. All right. Sounds good, brother. All right, we'll see you.